0: Today's episode of If These Ovaries Could Talk is brought to you by HelloFresh and Eucora.
1: We are so excited Excited to have have them them on board. (laughs) 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 Oh God! Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to If These Ovaries Could Talk. I'm Robin. I'm Jamie. And we're here we are. I say that every time. You like, too. People yeah, I, don't know. They
0: they know we're the it's hosts. It's like my tradition are. now. Like, if I don't say it, you know, but like, I feel
1: like traditions are meant to be broken sometimes. No, you
0: know, <laughs> it's true. Because, you know, like, football players will wear the same socks or something like that. I don't know. You played sports. Isn't that did, a thing? I I was very sporty.
1: Yeah. Well, you're talking about, like, lucky things. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like that's my lucky thing. I have to say, and I'm we're sorry, your hosts.
1: Our poor viewers, <laughs> listeners, for your viewers. lucky thing. See, you're lucky I said that. And they're watching us in their mind. Right. Hi. Well, let's talk about our great news about uh, we are doing a live event in New York City. At the Green Space. In partnership with WNYC at the Green Space, part of their podcast mixtape series. So cool. That sounds like such a professional thing that Jamie and I are often left wondering how we booked this. (laughs) We are a part of this. But anyone who's in the New York City area, we would love it if you would come. Please come. Because we would love to meet you in person and then you can see if, and we will shower. (laughs) <laughs> for this event we I will. might
0: actually put some makeup on I'm I gonna, will
1: For sure Oh jeez You guys at, have to come Please yes. come And so it's on 11 That's the Monday after Thanksgiving Which I think is actually a good I day I think it's a great day Because everybody's back From their travels by then mm-hmm. Some people might have that day off Maybe I don't know Well if they take <laughs> They should take that day off Get a massage And then come to our event Ooh even like a do that great And day. have a cocktail Yeah I think there's even there's, cocktails there's a bar. There. There's a bar at the thing Oh so Which I mean you had me at bar well, always. So, Monday the 26th at 7 p.m. And our guest is the, I'd like to call her a powerhouse. She's a powerhouse. She's dynamo. badass. She's just, I like, I want to be her when I grow up. Stacy
0: Ann Chin. She's amazing. Ugh. I We are so thrilled. I mean, anybody who's been on Oprah honored. should
1: definitely be on our show. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, you can get tickets. You can go to the greenspace.org. And that's, this is the important part. It's green, G-R-E-E-N-E space.org. Or... You could just go to our Facebook page, and we have an event set up there, and that'll that'll lead you in. Yes, you can check mark that you're going. Yeah, don't put interested because, like, I feel like when people say interested, they don't actually go. I am I am a big interested person. You do I do that all
0: the time because I really am interested, but I also know in my heart of hearts, that see, that's the thing. I'm not going to get away from the kids. I
1: know and... I'm not going, so I don't check anything. Um, I don't want to just don't not check going. anything. Well, yeah, because like not going feels mean. But interest is just like a a pack of lies.
0: No, I like the interested because it just tells you at least, oh, that looks like so much fun.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. All right. Well,
1: (laughs) let's just get in today's show. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Um, Today we have Liz. Liz. And Liz, tell us about Liz, Robin. Liz
1: is sort of part of my family, I I guess. I'm a part of your circle of friends. Don't, don't. (laughs) Well, so, okay, so Liz is a single mom by choice, and she used the same donor as I did for my um, oldest daughter, Maxine. And
0: they all know each other, and they've all. We have a
1: secret Facebook group.
0: I mean, I'm fascinated by this because, you I know. know, I haven't met a single other person. I, we're going to get into that too. That donor.
1: So we've got Liz on the line because she is calling in remotely for this. I love a good remote interview. I
0: love it. I love it. It's so fun. I love technology. So right.
1: we're seeing her face and
0: we're talking to her <laughs> on a screen. It's amazing. <laughs> so let's let's let's
1: pull her up Liz <laughs> all right we've got hi. Liz hi Liz hello hi Liz. I am particularly excited to have Liz here as she is part of my extended family yes very excited to be here it's like this such a weird amazing. thing to say I don't think I've ever said that out loud that felt weird it
2: is. It's, it's strange, but it's kind of unique and I enjoy it. So so Liz, just tell
0: us your elevator pitch. Yeah, we always start with an elevator pitch.
2: Well, you see, I had a plan. <laughs> <Don't> we? <laughs> and life didn't <laughs> work out like the plan. You know, I was uh, I was in a relationship. I was going to get married and I was going to start having kids by 28. Oh,
0: good for you. Yeah.
2: So that didn't happen. So I found myself single at 34 and no kids. So I said, you know what? I'm going to have a child at 35 and that's exactly what I did. On my 35th birthday, the following day I went to see an IVF clinic. Wow. And I got all the information I needed and I did it. Wow. So wow. you knew
0: that you like, wanted to be a mother. That was like
2: I wanted to be a mother more than I wanted to be a right.
0: wife.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean it's beautiful. So our my oldest Maxine shares the same donor as Liz's son. Yes. Wow. And they're about the same age?
2: I, yes, I'm I assuming believe so. so. I think Maxine is just a few days younger than Julian.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, before we get into all this. Wow. I mean, I well, before that, I okay, have sorry. to say I haven't met a single person in our donor family, extended family, haven't reached out, nothing. So this is all yeah. new to me. It, this well, is
1: interesting. Liz was like the end, the entree point into it for me. Like I was scared to death. Like we actually reached out because we wanted sperm because like an idiot after having Maxine, I hated being pregnant so much that I sold back our Why extra sperm vials. And then as soon as I had the baby, I was like, well, that wasn't so hard. Yeah. And then, and then I wanted more vials and he was out of the program. And so I registered and got onto the, the donor site for, mm-hmm. um, our donor. And Liz was the first person that popped up. And I was like, do you have any more sperm? And she was like, no, but we're family. And I was like, I'm so scared. <laughs> yes.
2: I knew it was going to be tricky mm-hmm. and different and maybe difficult, but I said, you know what, I'm going to put myself out there, um, introduce myself and build some type of relationship and then let Julian take over and decide what type of relationship he wants with his siblings, but at least I wanted him to get to know them, know that they were out there, um, that he wasn't alone. That Mm -hmm. was my biggest fear. I didn't want him to feel that he was alone in this process, that there was others just like him going through whatever the same thing he was feeling, because I can't relate to what he's going to be feeling by not having the standard family that everyone else has. His was different. So I only want him to feel alone.
1: I don't know. Like, I think I had this real reaction of like, my family is me and Mary and these two kids. It's why I wanted to use a bank versus a friend for the donor. Cause I was like, I don't want someone else coming in. Like we can't, like, if we were a straight couple, nobody, there wouldn't be these other random people in our family. And that was where I started. But then I met you and you were so like delightful and just like open and warm. And then I met another person who did give me a vial when I went to Bogota and she was so delightful. And then another person in Seattle who sent us a vial and she was delightful. And it was like, and then I just got more comfortable. Right. Hmm. I just think that, I mean,
2: you could open the window and then decide how much of it you want to participate. For me, I knew from the beginning, I wanted to meet anybody that had any relationships to do with my son. And Mm -hmm. plus I made that promise to my father. That was one of my biggest father's concern was, what about if Julian goes away to college and meets... Uh, sister and they start dating. (laughs) So He he was so concerned. So I go, no, don't worry. I'm going to pick an open donor and then I'm going to register him. And if he does have any siblings, maybe we can communicate and he will know that he does have these siblings out there. And then I'll let him Mm -hmm. choose what type of relationship he wants with them. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I never told Julian he had siblings. As I went meeting each child and each mom we i discussed it first with the mom i wanted to make sure we were both on board do you want to tell your mm-hmm. child do i tell mine we met a mom we met at disney mm-hmm. we were we were going on a family disney trip and she drove Like your first meeting was at disney yes my first this meeting was at disney with one child and her his mom Julian was four so he didn't mm-hmm. understand the concept of what do you mean i have a brother but I told him right. anyway that we spent the day. He did went you great. use the word brother? I did use brother. Okay. Um, I think I don't think Julian will understand what sibling is at that age.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I
2: did use brother. He did not understand what I, where I was coming from, and I waited for him to ask a question. And he didn't. Yeah.
0: Had you had the conversation with him like before? Have you been like talking to him about the the sperm donor and the Nothing. way he was conceived? Oh, so all of a sudden you're at Disney. You're like, you're going to meet your
1: brother. Nothing. And wait, no, you're a a single mom by choice. He had never asked at this point about a dad or anything. He's always asked me, when am I going to
2: have a dad? Oh. So I've always told him, you know, well, you, you don't have a dad, but you have a mom, you have a grandpa and a grandma, you have two uncles. So I just went down the <laughs> list of everybody he had, and I didn't concentrate too much the fact that he didn't have a dad. But he never asked me why until a few months ago.
1: So wait a minute. So you're saying you never had the conversation about how he was created until now? Until
2: now. He never asked, and I said, well, if he's not
1: asking, it's because he's not ready to know Sure. And by the way, I need to, I need to clarify. There's no judgment in that. What I'm surprised about it for is because you were so active in meetups with other families that it's like, I'm sort of like blown away that it never came up. Like that he was just like, oh, these are all siblings, but it never occurred to him. But I guess maybe just didn't make sense to him.
2: Even after we met that meeting in Disney, then we met, there was another mom that came for a cruise and was here in Miami. So we met at a museum for a few hours. He didn't get it either. Mm-hmm. Then we met in Disney. We had a whole week vacation and there were four of them, Julian and three other kids. Nothing. Oh, they they all, we all discussed that. This is your brother. This is your sister. <laughs> Julian was, was, oh, okay, I have a brother and I have a sister. But then when we get home, he tells me, oh, they're my pretend brothers and sisters because uh. real brothers
0: and sisters live with you.
1: Mm-hmm. So do you think he thought of it almost like, you know, how like we have friends that I call aunts and uncles? Like he thought it was He's like, like that. oh,
0: my mom is out there. She has a new friend and she's like, oh, yes. this is your new brother. <laughs> yes, that's what he thought. So, you know what? I didn't correct him.
2: And then we went on another vacation. We spent a whole week at Disney World with one, two, three, four kids, including my son and the moms.
1: When you guys were together for a week... Were you watching for mannerisms, like, similarities? Were you looking for, like, oh, that's, like, this person? Like, do you know what I mean by all that? Yes, but you know what it was funny? How they just click. They didn't know Mm -hmm. each other,
2: but they just, I mean, kids are kids. They click. They Mm -hmm. played with each other. Um, It was fascinating to watch. I don't know if they have anything in common in the sense from, like, their donor, because we don't know this person, yeah, I think the smile, I think that all the kids smile the same, very similar.
0: Wow. So, when he finally asked you about why he doesn't know, is, what was it that just recently happened? He- it's not that it's a secret, but I chose
2: not to tell people. So, I only told my parents, mm. of course, my brothers know, and v- just a few friends here and there. I think that it's not m- only my story, it's also my son's story. Right. So if I'm going to share, mm-hmm. I want him to let me know that it's okay for me to share his story as well.
1: That's so thoughtful.
2: Yeah. I mm-hmm. was so afraid that he was going to hear something that he was not ready to explain. We think they're not listening, and they are. They are. So that was my biggest fear that he was going to be somewhere. Two adults were going to be talking and then one kid was going to tell him, oh, I heard my mom saying this and this about you and that Mm. he was going to feel ashamed or or not know how to explain it because at the end of the day, he's just a child. So I said, you know what? I'm going to keep this. The important people in my life know my mom, she gave me the best advice and she said it in Spanish. So I'm going to translate. She told me, do not cheat yourself from being a mom just because you didn't become a wife. She goes. Just because your experience is going to start different than someone else's experience doesn't mean that yours is any less important. So my mom was the one because I had so many doubts that my mom was like, tell me, don't, don't have any doubts. If you, if your dream is to be a mom, go be a mom. One day maybe you'll mm-hmm. be a wife, and one day maybe Julian will have that father. But just the person that gave him the DNA doesn't have to be the father." So Mm -hmm, I went and did it.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, it's really interesting because we talk on this podcast all the time about how we're, we do this because we kind of have to, because it's, we need, you need sperm to make a baby and we're in relationships that don't have sperm. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously from the start, it's out there, it's open for the world to see. Obviously mm-hmm. we had to find sperm somewhere. So it's open. We have to be out about it. But in your instance, it's very, very different because you're a single mother by choice and you also have the choice of telling people or not right. telling people. Mm-hmm. And there's also, like you just said, there's, there's doubt and there's shame involved in it. I'm, you know, like it's a scary thing to do. And the judgment of other people You'll be surprised the things that I get asked.
2: I mean, I so a lot of people assume that my ex was the father of my child. You know, because it just, it it wasn't a much. I think it was like maybe a year. So I, whoever. Mm -hmm. And did you let them assume that? I did. I let anybody assume whatever they wanted to assume. And then after my son was born, that people started noticing that. There was not a man around. They would ask, and I just started saying to everyone, "No, he's not. He's not part of our life. He's not in the picture." Sometimes the story changed depending how many times that same person kept asking me the same question. Because <laughs> it's like if, I, if I've already told you he's not in the picture, why are you asking me how much child support am I getting?
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. It paid on.
2: Does he come to visit? Are these like visit? coworkers
1: or uh, just neighbors or
2: neighbors and a few co-workers. So depending what day you got me, I would tell you oh, I get a thousand dollars a month of child support. <laughs> <laughs> um, one day I killed him in a car
0: accident. No, what? oh my god, that's so you fun. said that yes, I killed him of- in a car.
1: Accident. <laughs> no, she meant she meant in her story oh, she oh, killed yeah, him off. I thought she, she didn't say that, she murdered I him. She said
0: I. One day I told somebody that I killed, I'm thinking of you telling
1: a story of like backing out of your driveway and he was standing I right ran right over him. But by the way, I can think of nothing that would stop people from questions more than being like, well, there was a tragic car accident. I was driving yes. and I killed him. Yeah. I just yeah. said, he, you know, he died. He died. I got,
2: he passed away in a car accident and they will stop asking questions. And then they stop. Because if you would just say, no, he's just not part of our life. Then they will say, oh, you mean he just left? Oh, you mean he walked away? But how could he do, and he, I just started creating more questions, so, so I killed (laughs) him.
1: Isn't that crazy, though, that, like, you said it once, you said it twice, and then people still felt that it was okay for them to be able to ask more. I mean, we talk a lot about that, about openness, and, because we're very open, but I do think there should be a point where you have clearly said, I'm not talking more about this, and I would think people would respect that. Well, people are so
0: nosy, eh? But also like,
1: there's a difference in our situations too
0: because people- are less likely to ask us questions because they're afraid it's, it's the we I'm putting quote, air quotations up. It's the weird thing. Like they it's taboo don't, they're or- afraid to ask. Whereas with you, you're a heteronormative mm-hmm. straight woman. People assume that people just, just assume be with you or- that there was a dad and there was a, you know, and also like, I feel like there's so much more judgment placed on you than there is placed on us. Is that weird? It's so weird. Yeah, like, why couldn't you find a man? <laughs> I was asked that
2: by someone that knew this. Why couldn't you find a man and do it the right way? I was asked that question.
0: What? And what? That's yes, just straight up. I would say that. Someone... And I
2: was like, um, uh, I would well, be like
0: I, why are we friends? <laughs> I was like, well, um, I did have a man. <laughs> I just didn't want him for my child. <laughs> No, that's what you, when you say, why did you use your man for your children? That's what you say. <laughs> Once they asked me, what did you see in my son's
2: father? Because everybody makes a comment, how, how much of my son and I look alike. Yeah. yeah. So one day they asked me, oh my God, what did you see in him? Because it's it, there's nothing of him in your son. I go, his sperm count? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, okay. I mean, like they'll ask questions. I think the biggest thing that I went through was when I went to get my son's passport. Mm. Uh, you have his birth certificate. There's no name in the birth certificate. Yeah. And mm-hmm. men. It's just, just your name. Right. Just my name. And the men did not understand why
0: I did not have a name on the birth certificate. Right. Because men are slighted by this. Yeah. They feel slighted. Whereas with us, it's two women. So they just leave it alone. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And this was in a, in, a, in an office where there was a lot of people.
2: And I'm here talking low. No, I didn't want, you know, like. Nobody needed to know why there was not an a man's name on the birth certificate. so I yeah. said, because well, my son doesn't have a father. That can be. <gasps> he told me just that can be. There has to be a man in this in the birth certificate. No, there doesn't. No, there doesn't. No, it does not, sir. My son only has a mother. He does not have a father. And there's no need to have a man on the the birth certificate. uh -uh. But I was there, I think, 15 minutes trying to explain to this person that my birth certificate was correct because he told me I needed to go back and have my birth certificate reissued correctly. I just got so frustrated that I said, I just don't know who the man is. Can you process the passport, please?
0: Right. There are so many worst things I could have thought to say. So good for you. Like I would have made up a story about, uh, I would have gone to a dark place with the story I made up just to make this man feel so bad. And that, that, But that
1: forced you to have to say something that made you look sort of like whoring. Yes. (laughs) You know, like, like you were like sleeping around and you're not sure which dude it is. Right. And it's like, like that's so offensive. I mean, to
0: take it somewhere dark. What if you were raped? Mm hmm.
1: No, um, yeah, right. I didn't. I was like, "What oh, is it uh, your
0: business anyway?" Like I would have said it to him too. I would have said, "Just to be like, just to shut him
2: down." Yeah, and all this time with at nine month old because my son was nine months at this time, and and I had to take him. I was like, "I yeah, don't have yeah. time for this. I don't know who he is. I just
0: don't know who this man is."
1: Yeah,
2: and he was. He just looked at me. Now Ugh. that changed everything. He just looked
0: at me like, "Okay, now we can process this." Uh huh. I got your number, sweetheart. Okay, let's yeah. process. Ooh. So it is interesting. I mean, I'm learning a lot from you right now, Liz, that obviously, of course, if I had thought about it more, I would have realized. But there's a lot of judgment placed on single mothers. It is. For no real apparent good reason. Mm -mm. And single mothers are doing a real hard job. So
2: it is very hard, but at the same time, it's so rewarding. Wow,
1: I oh, wouldn't say
0: such a w- sweet person. And in a way,
1: you get to be the only voice. I yeah. kind of like, is that, I mean, like, you don't have to, like, fight with your husband or partner or whomever to be like, I believe this. You believe that. You just get to be like, my way. <laughs> that I ch- well, That's in my true. case, everybody's Julian's parent. She, yeah, oh. you have a big extended
2: family. Everyone wants to give an op- their opinion. And, they, <laughs> and, and sometimes I'm like, um, I, hello, I said it was okay. And they're like, no, 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 he can't do that. <laughs> I'm the mom over here. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They're so involved and they're helping me so much. And I'm talking about my parents, my brother, yeah. my sister and all. I mean, you know, sometimes I just, okay, maybe
0: I'll just do what they want to do because... They helped so much. It's good to be surrounded by so many people that help. I wish I had more people that help. I, I don't think I could have done
2: it without my parents because they helped me a lot. Now that they've been away for three months and I've had to take Julian to school, pick him up, take him to all his activities, mm-hmm. I've been feeling it. But yeah, yeah the no
0: weekends off... Cause I don't have, that's hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so, weekends are the hardest, the hardest. That's when I said,
2: oh, maybe I should have had a father there that could have just, you know, switch. Oh, it's your weekend. No, it's my weekend. I, I don't get that, but it's okay. It's okay.
0: I wish I had an extra parent oh, too to just so much so ship much. them off. To. I mean, I, and and that's listen. The parents who have gone through divorce and have to share custody, oh, they have hard. their own hard issues to deal with too. So I don't want to take away from that. But sometimes we, we I wish I could divorce, just part yeah. them off to the third parent somehow. Yeah, no, that 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 has to be harder at least. In
2: my case, it's what I say when I say it and how I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And so you get the
1: cuddles when
0: you want. Yes, and
1: uh, we we didn't finish. I don't feel like we might have interrupted you finishing on um, how it went when you told him. It
2: was hard. I've been practicing for nine years. And it did not go anything like I practiced. You did role play oh, in your head.
0: I did, did role play. Playing.
2: I had books that said exactly oh. what to say when he said this and and how to answer this. And it didn't Yeah, because
1: we've talked about this on the Facebook group. That's a yes. very popular question of like when people are visiting each other. What does your kid know? What do, like what do they think? And like when did you tell? That's like that question comes up and how did you tell? It comes up all the time.
2: Well, yeah. I think I screwed it up big time.
1: Why do you think that? Oh Tell my one. God, because
2: I got, oh my God, it was, I was so nervous. He just came in the room and said, mom, how come I don't have a dad?
1: <laughs>
2: oh. I, I started hyperventilating and <laughs> I wanted the ground to open and just swallow me. But I knew I had to like start stuttering. Stay, I, yes, I, stay I. strong and, and come up with something because at that moment, Nothing I read was in my brain at that moment. I couldn't remember anything that I had practiced or the books I read. And I'm like, okay, now
1: what? Jamie, I hate to go off on tangents, but... Hmm. Do you really now? Is that really true? No, it's not. But listen, anyway, I have been thinking so much about Mm HelloFresh. You know, it's this meal delivery service Mm -hmm. that's basically changing my life because... Family dinners are now ridiculously easy, and my kids are actually eating it. I know. I actually, And listen, uh. and I'm getting HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling confident. The recipes are simple. They're right. outlined. Jamie, there's pictures mm-hmm. and step-by-step instruction cards. Like, even an idiot like me can cook them. Well, I wouldn't... Go, Jamie, so- uh, Jamie, mm-hmm. hold on. The <laughs> ingredients come pre-measured. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are, they're, Jamie, they're all labeled by dinner so that I'm not messing up and I can easily see which ingredients go with which recipe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I made this one pot orzo dish that was it was so good that it was not right how good it was, if you know what I mean. I actually do. I mean, I'm getting delicious filling meals delivered right to my door, Jamie, mm-hmm. every week. And it's less than ten bucks a serving. Mm-hmm. And guess what, Jamie? Free shipping.
0: Robin, I know. I get HelloFresh too. Um, Jamie, why did you not say so? I would not have said all those things. It- <sighs> Folks, you see what I'm dealing with here? (laughs) For Um, all our hungry parents who have no time to cook, we've got a deal for you. We can get you a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes when you visit HelloFresh.com slash OCT60 and enter OCT60.
1: That's right, you guys, you heard me. Mm-hmm. You can get a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes if you visit hellofresh.com slash OCT60 and enter OCT60. Yeah,
0: that's literally what I just said. Jamie, it's
1: it's, this, it's what I said. It's fine, I, it's fine, goodness. it's fine. So I
2: just, I left it very simple. I told him that, I, I mean, we had already had discussions that families are different because he mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he was obsessed with having a dad. So sure. he would always go around coming up with stories about... I went to... When he was little. I went to the park today with my dad. And mm. I'm like, what dad is he talking about? And then he would play with a toy and he would tell someone, oh, my dad gave me that for Christmas. Uh. I'm like, okay. But I never corrected him. If, you know, I figured, you know, little by little, I love how you just are letting him have his experience. Yes, I never corrected him. If that's what his at that moment he felt that father gave him that toy. Well, you know what? The father gave you that toy. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Sooner or later you're gonna know that. Your dad is your you mom. ain't got no dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then when when he, so we've had already had that conversation how in his family it it was mom, abuela and abuelo, which is grandma and grandpa, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tio, y tia, uncle and, mm-hmm. and he would explain it like that because we were at dinner once and someone, a little girl, asked him, where's your dad? And he goes, oh, I don't have a dad. I have a mom and a grandma and a grandpa and, a t- and an uncle. And, a- mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, at least what I'm saying, it's, it, yeah, okay. it, he's yeah. getting it. So, so that day, I totally was not expecting that question. So he came to me and he goes, mom, how come I don't have a dad? And he immediately started crying. <gasps> so I started crying. Because I'm like, oh my, you know, you see him cry. So you start crying. Sure. And so, you know, I hugged him and I told them, okay, you know, mommy wanted a baby and uh, mommy wasn't married. So mommy went to the doctor and the doctor helped mommy get pregnant. There was this kind person that Mm -hmm. donated the parts mommy needed so mommy can have a baby. Mm
1: -hmm. That's the script. That's the straight up
0: script. You did a good job.
2: I'm. I was like so nervous, and then, but he, you know, he kept asking me if he was going to meet this person one day,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I said yes. When you're old enough, eighteen, we can try and locate him and see if maybe you guys can communicate. He made me promise him that that was a possibility. So at mm-hmm. that moment, I promised the world. I mean, whatever you yeah. want to.
1: I mean, but I mean what that's I a valid. You you chose an open donor. So that is the script.
2: So I did tell him, yes, you know, you and me. And then that's when he acknowledged the siblings. Because that's when he asked me, did my brothers and sisters do the same thing? And I go, Mm -hmm. yes, their mommies did the same thing. And that's how come you guys are related because that same person donated what those mommies needed. And then he kind of now understood why they were siblings. That's when everything clicked. And then he asked me, was this a secret? Oh, that, wow.
1: Felt, yes, he asked me that. Do you th- Now, do you think he asked you that because he was older and more aware of the content or because it, he was just hearing about it?
2: I think it was know? because he was just hearing about it because he had— he, Nobody in my family talks about that because it's not a topic of conversation. I said it was not a secret that if he wanted to discuss this with anybody, he can. Um, Mm -hmm. He can discuss it with me or he can discuss it with his siblings if, Mm -hmm. if their mommies would allow it. Or he could discuss it with... He can always talk to Maxine if he would like. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or we could discuss it. Maybe we can discuss it with your doctor. Because at that moment, I've been putting away money for his therapy because, you know... (laughs) I figured, you know what? I'm gonna screw somewhere along the line, I'm gonna screw up, might as well save for his therapy session. That's smart. So I said, oh, well, gosh, if you want, we, we can discuss that. it with your doctor. Who do you, who would you like to discuss it with? And he said, No, n- right now, only with you. Mm. Oh. So I'm okay. So then every time you have a question, I want you to come and ask me your questions and and I'll tell you as much as I can. So for three days in a row, that kid asked me questions. Oh,
0: oh like.
2: Three day, the same questions. He came the next day and said the same thing. Are you sure I'm going to meet him one day? Mm. And I said, yes, when you're 18, we can try to locate him and see if you guys can meet. And then he said, he, he did ask me if he can do it with the other kids so he wouldn't do it by himself. Mm. Mm. So I said, I'm sure, I'm sure that once you and your other siblings are older enough, you guys can discuss mm-hmm. that and maybe do it together. But that's something you, you need to wait until you're older and you need to discuss it. And everybody has to be in the same page. Everybody needs to feel comfortable. And if yeah. that's what everybody wants to do, then that's what you guys do.
1: And the cat will be out of the bag as soon as the first kid hits 18. Yeah. Since we're all in touch in this group.
2: Right, right. And that's it. I think for after those three days, the conversation has never happened again. Hmm. He Has never the mentioned end. it except to my sister-in-law. One day they were in the car and she, uh, he asked my sister-in-law, did he ever meet his donor? And he used mm-hmm. the word donor. And uh, my sister-in-law said, no, I never got to meet him. And then she turned on the music and said, she, she didn't know what else to say. So she goes, I turned on the music and started singing. I go, okay, that's fine. And then he came and asked me the same question.
0: And that's it. We've never just, he's never asked anything else about him. Do you, you have like the packet you get about your donor? Like, do you have the information about your donor? Yes. Like we got a packet with like pictures and mm-hmm. you have that, but you haven't shown that to him. No. And I didn't no. show him the picture either. Cause I do have a big right. I picture. haven't either. Yeah, I I never
1: did it. No, I never did. I I think it just didn't occur to me. I think we have like talked about like your donor is this tall. your, Your donor has, you know, brown hair, like he's that, but we never showed the information. I figured maybe that would come later, but they've asked questions like maybe like, or they've said, maybe that comes from my donor or, you know, I wonder if the donor X, Y, and Z, but they've never, we never sat and went through the info.
2: Yeah. I didn't give him any information regarding his donor at all. The only thing we discuss is how,
1: what I did to get pregnant. So basically, here's the question. Do you get a lot of UTIs? Because it turns out you are not alone. Mm-hmm. UTIs are the second most common infection in the U.S. I didn't know this, but half of all women get UTIs, and about one in five women struggle with them recurring. I know.
0: And let's be honest here. Cranberry juice is basically useless. So useless. Yeah. And I don't want to take tons of antibiotics. So what's a gal with a
1: UTI to do? Well, I'd tell you to take Eucora. I Mm -hmm. mean, because it's it's a natural and effective way to prevent UTIs. Mm -hmm. It was developed using the best research available in collaboration with a team of physicians. And
0: Eucora has a unique formula that targets bacteria and enables you to safely flush bacteria out of your urinary tract, stopping UTIs before they can start. I mean... That's
1: fantastic. Mm-hmm. And you basically, it's so simple. You just have to mix it with water and drink it after intimacy or exercise or pretty much whenever you think you might be at risk of a UTI.
0: And the best part, it's natural and it tastes like pink you lemonade. I love how natural it is. You I do. do. I do. I do. Get Eucora and say goodbye to UTIs. Right now, Eucora is offering 30% off when you text OCT to 484848. But hurry, this is a
1: limited time a offer. limited time, guys. You just have to text OCT to 484848 to get 30% off your order of Eucora. That's, I mean, let just me say it one more time, say just it, in case. Say it again. OCT to 484848. Message and data rates may apply. Yep, you should always know that. Yes. Ding. <laughs> I'll be really interested. You mentioned Julian, like you, you, you've you, said in all of your narratives to him, like you can ask the other siblings, you guys can talk about it. I'll be like right now, like when you go on these vacations or whatever they hang out, or like if you're in town, we see each other if someone's in town, but I'll be really interested to see when and if they use social media to be in touch as they get a little older. Like, you know, would Julian, you know, email or reach out to Maxine and be like, hey, what are your thoughts on the donor? Or would you, you know, it's just, do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. I think they're still too young. Yeah. Um, Because even though Julian has
2: had questions for me, I don't think he'll ask his siblings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he's there yet. Maybe he doesn't feel comfortable. They don't see each other enough, you know, maybe. Exactly. To, to, I, I think that the times that they have seen each other, first it was they were a little bit younger. They just care to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that once they're a little bit older, they will start having those questions because they are experiencing that. We're not. Yeah. So they can relate to those type of questions. So I think that they'll start asking because I have a friend that did the same thing. She's a single mom that was in a relationship and the relationship ended, but she's, she has her child and he's, 12 and he recently asked his mom if I did the same thing she did mm-hmm. mm. so he's coming around because she did the same thing she hasn't reached out to any of his, his siblings mm-hmm. she just recently started doing it because she's seen my experience yeah oh. and so now he's older and he's seen oh So there is someone else that did what my mom did and she's questioning it. So I think that once the kids are a little bit older, they will, and maybe they will see each other and ask those questions that they don't want to ask us.
1: Well, what's really interesting is, I mean, I don't think we're up to like 19 or something like that at this point, 19 siblings, somewhere around there. But like, what's really interesting is these are 18 or 19 people that have, you have this really unique family, but these eighteen or nineteen people have the same experience mm-hmm. that you do, and there's this common, this common thread for a missing piece. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes, it does make like, sense. That's why
2: I wanted to give him that option, so he, so he would know. Look, you're not the only one. There are others that are just like you, and they're just as special as you are. And yeah. and if you, if you have questions. Who better to ask than the the persons that are going through the same thing you're going through? Because at the end of the day, I know that he's going to have questions that he's not going to want to ask me.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course. I'm curious, Jamie, hearing this conversation, (laughs) you know where I'm going, Jamie. I do. (laughs) I'm curious if it, because Jamie's been... Reticent or nervous, or I i don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm curious if this changes your yeah, I feelings. Mean, or- I guess we—you could say
0: we've been not interested in finding the donor siblings for whatever reasons. It's just not. I mean, first and foremost, I think it's because it's not really like high up on our list Mm -hmm. of things that need to get done. But also I think that, you know, like there's probably some underlying things under there for why we don't want to do it. There's fear. And, but I will say you guys are like the advertisements for getting to know your donor siblings. And I mean, how delightful is Liz, right? (laughs) I know. And Liz, you've laid out some really, you've laid out some really interesting points to me that I never thought of. Like, like, what your dad said, which is hilarious to me. Um, But that he was like, what if he goes out into the world and he meets his sister and they want to get, you know, like that's, uh, it's hilarious, but also that's a thought. But I never really thought about that. But it could, I guess it could happen. Yes, And that it was important to you and it was important to your family is also interesting because it's a totally different perspective than I've thought of or heard from others, really. So yeah, you guys are like, you guys are kind of selling me on it. I mean, now I got to talk to my <laughs> wife about it because she's she's her own person. But it's an, it's just an interesting idea to get to well, know them. Just remember
2: that at the end of the day, you have total control how much you let these people into your life. Yeah, just right. because you put yourself out there and say, hi, I have a child from the same donor as you. I'm so-and-so. You get to, okay, so there's another child. There's three kids, four, five whatever, Mm -hmm. you can just leave it at that. Mm
1: -hmm. We have have varying levels of connection on our group. Yeah. I've never done any of the vacations, but anytime anyone's in town, I always say, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's like, let's get together. But we've never gone on any of the vacations.
2: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I went to New York and I reached out to Robin, I asked her, do you want for the kids to know that there's any relationship between them? And she said, I do not feel comfortable. And we said, absolutely, then we don't mention it. And we just, I told my son, we're going to meet a friend that lives in New York. They have two kids and you're going to be able to play with the kids. And we left, it, we left it at that. You don't have to meet these people.
1: Every single person yes. has asked that question in our group before we've met.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to invade in someone's privacy or the way they want to raise their child or impose yourself on them. You, you just want to know that they're out there. And then once Mm -hmm. you know that they're out there, then you have total control of deciding how much do you want these people in your life. It's up to you. At the end of the day, you have to decide what you feel comfortable with. And I don't think Mm -hmm. you should feel pressure, but it's really nice to know. (laughs)
1: She I, I, just leaned in too, <laughs> and we've changed over time. Yeah. Like we have, like after that, I think the day after your visit, we ended up telling Maxine who he oh, was okay. to her. Like the very next day, and then we started talking about you know what it means to be a sibling, and then we because because for us it was more complicated that they they were so young and they had to understand that they have a brother and sister, but this is a sibling from a different mm-hmm. donor, so it just felt so confusing. I didn't want to share it until I knew I could explain. Mm-hmm. You guys both come from us and your brother and sister, but these are your siblings because we don't we don't say brother and sister, we say siblings. That right? mm-hmm. that's how we name it just for us.
0: Well, this has been very um, interesting, guys, yeah. for me. And for everyone, I'm sure I will
2: admit that I thought I was just going to register my son In this registry, sibling registry I was going to learn That there was other families out there And that was going to be the end of that It never occurred to me That I would be doing vacations With these people Right (laughs) I mean, I just leave it light (laughs) (laughs) And remember, it's only a few days and that's the way I see it. It's a few days. It's for my son and I go home to back to my life and back to our day to day. And my son had a wonderful memory to look back because I have all the pictures. I've created little books for him with names Mm -hmm. of who, where they're from, where they live, who's each mom. And he has
0: that. That's a memory that I have for him there. It's making me think a little bit. Which is good. It that's should the point, right? Yeah, that's what this whole podcast is about. The one thing that's been
2: nice is learning what other moms are going through, and when they go to the doctor and they're told, "Oh, he's um like I like my son is lefty. I don't know if there's any other lefty, but one mom said that her son was a, a mouth breather, and there's someone else going through mole issues or something like that. I don't remember."
1: Huh. But yeah, but yeah, I'll ask the medical questions that comes up a lot in the group. That makes sense.
0: It'd be interesting to see if any other kids have that same birthmark. Yeah. How crazy would that be? That would be crazy. If it was like the Harry Potter mark on all of all of the donors <laughs> children. <laughs> you see, I kept um the the, um, the
2: cord blood. Oh, did? oh, yeah, we didn't
1: do
0: that. We didn't either.
2: Yeah, I. Yeah, I did. Because again, going back to my dad and me thinking, what about something happens? I don't know this person's yeah. medical history because you think you know, but you really just know what they right. put on a paper. Real. You're hoping that everything they put on that report is accurate, but you don't know. So I did keep mm. it. Yeah. Hopefully I never need, we don't not need to would, it, but that Yeah. yeah. We well, mm-hmm.
1: thank you yeah. so much yes. for coming in and sharing your story. It was, I mean... Awesome! For sharing your life with me and my family.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Oh, thank you so much for having us, and it's been great. We'll be in New
0: York soon. (laughs) Yeah, that's. Oh, okay. Keep us posted. Wow. Yeah, you're my, thinking about this, aren't you? My head is spinning. Yeah, yeah, it's spinning. It's
1: spinning. I'll, be, I'll be very interested to see if, like, a year from now, when your kid is older yeah. and your life is less like chaotic, if you are, <laughs> it's going to happen. Is me it going to happen? It's going to happen. <laughs> but if you're, if you are interested in getting in touch,
0: I don't know. You know, it'll be interesting to hear what Anne has to say after she hears this episode. Do
1: you? What do you think? Do you think is Anne on the same page as you? As she's not open to meeting. We're on. The, You're on the exact same page. We're on the same
0: page. Like we're. It's just not something that's on our radar right now. I feel really. like that's a cover-up for
1: some feeling. No, and
0: it's uh, it's scary. There it is. It is a little that scary. I take. was
1: I was very scared.
0: And then like I'm like, like I'm going to compare my kid and be like ah well Rose walked earlier than your kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what's interesting is actually I'm... that's not true. We won't compare like that. We'll be yeah. like did, they, did 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 they all walk really early? Because ours did. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind
1: of more of what uh, how the Facebook group is right. used. It's just more like a, it's like a mild Google stalking to see if they look like your kid and just kind of get eyes on them.
0: Right.
1: What, what are we keeping you up, Jane? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, folks, don't forget before Jamie falls asleep. I'm not sleeping. Don't forget to get <laughs> tickets to see us live at the green space. Oh God, I'm so excited with WNYC and with Stacey Ann Chin oh, on November 26th at 7 p.m. Oh God. Get the tickets. Come on down. Come meet us. This is gonna be awesome. Stacy and Chin is a badass well, bad your- ass. Oh, so great. Lady. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't. So get your tickets at greenspace.org Remember, green is spelled G-R-E-E-N-E. Or go to our Facebook page if These Ovaries Could Talk and you're gonna see it under the events section. You're gonna click going. <laughs> you're gonna buy your tickets. Yes, click and then going. Then you're gonna like our page. <laughs> And then you're going to, and then when you're done with all that, after you've bought tickets to our show, after you've liked (laughs) our Facebook page, after you have clicked yes to going, then you're going to go right on over to our Twitter and our Instagram account. You're going to like and follow us there. And maybe write us a note and say, can't wait to see you in the show. And then when you're done with it, you're going to give us suggestions for season three. Yeah.
0: And then you're going to go to wherever you get your podcast.
1: (laughs) Then you're going to pre-order the book we haven't written yet. You're
0: going to do that. But then you're also going to go write a review. Yes. yes. A positive review for our podcast.
1: Podcast. Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Spotify I mean, listen, Stitcher, you're going to need to set need aside to a solid hour to do all the work we need you to do. <laughs> so, I mean, we do. You, you might I as mean, well too. No big deal. <laughs> all right, listen, guys. We have loved today with you. <sighs> Jamie needs to go to bed. I t- hey,
0: it's yeah. I do. I do. I always need to go
1: to bed. All right. <laughs> so we say goodnight, eggs, okay. ovaries. Good night out. Out. Oh my god! I just bonked my nose on the mic. <laughs> Uh, uh, ovaries could talk, they would say X-ovaries out